All right, everybody, it's podcast number three today. Garrison McCory and Brett Cope. Garrison yeah. is going to release his new album soon. Uh-huh. So we're talking about that today. And for some reason, Garrison cannot get the song to go away, but <laughs> that's okay because he figured it out now. All right. Okay, guys. So I just finished up an album. It's called College Under My Rap Persona calm controversy that's my rap name and i just you know i figured brett could listen to it and give me some advice on you know things i need to do to or, or things I maybe not need. advice but just my opinion okay yeah yeah basically my friendly and, and a heartless opinion heart <laughs> friendly heartless yeah okay so um what you got for me man? all right i just got a few questions so okay heisting you feature a lot of just a lot of big name artists, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. And uh, were they like your inspiration for the whole album, or you know? See, the thing with heisting is like. I wish you explain been... what heisting is. Heisting okay. is like just the intro to the album. Yeah. It's this cool little cut where, uh, Garrison cut audio from like Tyler the Creator, Chance the Rapper, and uh. It was also Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Yes. And um, he uh he just did like this audio scene where him and the other rappers were robbing a mansion, and it's just uh, like I don't know, it's a minute and twenty seconds long, just a little cut. Yeah. See, the, the thing about this, I've been planning that for a very long time. I told you and Chance about it at work. I said, dude, I'm gonna do this thing, and it's gonna be called like I, I didn't say it was gonna be called. I didn't know. I just know that I wanted to take some of my influences and put them in the intro to the album. You know, make me seem like I was already like a, there, like a shout out, yeah, or just like a, a like a paid respects. Like this is where my inspiration comes from. Yeah, or something that, like that that's some of it. Another part of it is like, hey, like like if anyone, I know it's not very believable because the cuts are from interviews and and things such as that, but. Also to be like, look, I'm going to be here one day. I okay. might be where I'm at right now, but I'm going to be here one day. And the after having that, that part of the album done, I feel like, I hate to say this, man, but, you know, I feel like I always need to work harder at everything. And I like it. I like it the way it is. I think it turned out how I wanted it to be. But a part of me is like, man, maybe I should have put Drake in there because at the end, he influenced me a little bit. You know, maybe I should have put th- this person to that person. I'm never satisfied, which, like, I think it's... That's, that's a good drive. It, it is a good drive. And I think, actually, Macklemore says, um, a true artist is never satisfied. I guess that's the sacrifice. And that's kind of a, a very true thing. And I'm never happy with my own stuff. But I like the way it turned out. You know, I like the way the album turned out in general. You know, I used to... Uh, I can really relate to that, just with my artwork. I yeah. don't rap or anything. People don't know. I don't. Yeah, Brett, but, uh, Brett draws beautiful women, though. Yes. Oh, side note. People say like I've had a couple people like, "Why do you only draw women?" It's like I don't hold a whole lot of like, like yeah. I don't find very men beautiful enough to where yeah. I was like, "Man, I should draw them." But I drew my friend Haley. I don't think she's like a angel or anything. But you know. Yeah. I mean, you're you're beautiful, Haley. But <laughs> <laughs> the thing the thing is, I think with men. You have like the the faces, the everything's more um straight. You don't have as many curves. I feel like women have. I more. just hold a higher 
yeah. uh, admiration for women. Okay. And I let that go through our yeah. work. But, um, and that's weird, but yeah. I'm sorry if you don't get it. That's just how it is. That's, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, the never album, being man. satisfied with your work. Yeah, pretty much. I felt that way for a really, really long time. Yeah. Like, I'm maybe up until a year ago, year yeah. before that, maybe. Because uh, I've been drawing for years, maybe since middle school. Mm-hmm. So I would just be like, I would draw something. I would take, you know, all day, like all my school day. I failed a lot of classes just because I did nothing <laughs> but draw. Fuck. Uh, what was the teacher? Cato. Fuck you, Cato. Take my sketchbook from me. <laughs> He took your sketchbook? Yeah, like he give took it, back. it. Did he give it back? He threatened not to. Like he was going to trash it. I'd have killed him. And that was like my best sketchbook up until that point. Like all really? my best stuff was in there. Yeah. I was seriously like going to leave the class. I mean, just looking back on, on stuff like in high school. Hey, that's the song we should talk about next. But just looking <laughs> back on, on high school as a th- like, if someone now in college tried to take something from me, I would be infuriated. Oh, no, you would just get... You would just like they would yeah, totally I'd be leave. I'd be completely infuriated. Like the fact that I don't I don't know, it just doesn't seem right. Like it's your <laughs> like like especially if all you're doing is drawing, you know, like Like I was being progressive towards my like it wasn't yeah, like I was texting someone yeah. like the answers you're to a drawing, test. You're drawing, you're you're trying to further yourself in something that you actually like, not you know science. What? You know what? I've never taken another science class again. No. So fuck you, Cato. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hope John doesn't listen to this. I hope uh, he does. <laughs> no, name, no name drops or anything. Whatever. Really. It's, it's we okay. already said, if I were like my chemistry teacher in high school, we've already said where we go to high school. Yeah. If someone wanted to find out who it was, it'd be like a but, Google search That's away. true. That's true. So I'm not worried about stuff like that. But yeah, um, I got you. So, I don't know. Like, I learned to like my own stuff because uh, I can't remember the name. Somebody... Maybe it was Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol has a big, like, his theory, like, how he thinks about art. That influenced, like, how I think about my own. Okay. So what he was saying is, like, while everybody's critiquing your art, you know, you make something. You put it out there and people see it. And they're like, I don't know if I like that. You just need to be making something else. That's true. So just it's like mass production. So you you never have time to to get shit. Don't worry about it. Like, once you make something, like, that's an expression of yourself. Put it out there. See who relates to it. That's always like, been my thing, man. Like, just like instantly start making something else. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's like I've always been a big person on, and we're, we're all kind of victims of saying it and not doing it. I've always been a big person to be like, give zero shits what other people think. And That's hard to do. It, it, it is for the most part. I don't, but then I'll find myself giving a shit. Like, I'm gonna if I, I'm friends with a certain like like I'm friends with many different groups of people. I'm gonna want to impress them, either consciously or subconsciously, in some way. It's just like, like this. So, I put up all my artwork, like anything I find, you mm-hmm. know, more than acceptable. I'll yeah. put it online for you know whoever to see. Yeah, Mostly yeah. Tumblr, but mm-hmm. like, I'll post like some stuff to Twitter. Yeah. If it gets a retweet, I'm like, wow, somebody like thought that was uh-huh. cool or related to that in some way, or, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's cool for me. That's always cool. Like, yeah. if I get one retweet on picture, I'm like, okay, it was cool. Social media makes a big impact on our lives, whether we <laughs> like it or not. I'm, I'm like, I don't care if it doesn't, because I just like I make mm-hmm. stuff for me for the exactly. most part. Exactly. Like, you know, whatever. And, but but I but it's cool when people. I mean, I hate, to I hate to say it, man, but I am sometimes a victim of being like, how many likes did my picture just get on Instagram? Like dude, I got past that. It's a cool feeling having like forty-two people like a picture. That's not many, but like you know, it it 
I don't know why it's and, and I can't justify. You know what? That's like, a lot for you because you don't have tits or a vagina. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I can't like say why I feel that way. You know what does it do for me? But it's kind of like what does everything do? For but it, it like anyone? it's to a certain point, it's like a level of success, at least for me, because it's like for me. Yeah. Or I should say for artists, mm -hmm. popularity is what success is. Success is popularity. Yeah. And popularity like is success. So when you get 50 likes, not that I do, I get like a retweet. <laughs> like that would yeah, be it. I mean, mine's but I don't, the same for me on Twitter. I don't, but... I don't care. I don't like go out there and like, hey, check out my thing. Check out my yeah. thing. Check out my thing. And I don't want, I'm not out there doing that, but I, not that I don't want to. It's just like, I don't feel the need to. Dude, what I... But if I got 50 likes on picture, yeah. that would be like, wow, that's really awesome. I That's like the most successful one I've had. Yeah. It's, but, it's cool watching yourself progress, yeah. you know? And, um, but what I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate is the overuse of hashtags. <laughs> now I'm gonna, I've, I've never, ever used a hashtag. Never, never. Ne I've never tagged it. Anywhere. Now hashtags are a great invention. I might have as a joke, but not on like okay. art or anything. They like were that. just taking advantage of like, like people just are like, okay, I used my Kodak camera my, to take this picture of this flower. <laughs> this flower's pink. And all of its hashtags. Hashtag yellow middle love flower. Hashtag pink flower. Dude, <laughs> stop. If you have over five hashtags, I'm not going to like what your I like, picture. This is a huge tangent. But yeah, just yeah, the last fine, thing. Man. like, <laughs> What I like is when you see somebody, like they'll just say like, I'm eating at Taco Bell. And they'll at Taco Bell. And then put like, however many hashtags of the like what's trending in the world at that hour oh like right behind smart. that i should do that with you didn't songs, know that? But yeah, have you never noticed that no no that's crazy <laughs> it's like it's it's like um it'll be like i'm eating at taco bell at taco bell and then like justin bieber goes to jail hashtag, hashtag Gaddafi. hashtag <laughs> Justin. yeah no, okay i got hashtag you. president obama okay it'll be anything hashtag confederate flag <laughs> so okay um more questions so uh that was a really yeah long so tangent. um that's okay though it was productive yeah you say talk about high school but i don't have any questions about it no do you want to say something can, can i say something about high school say anything high school started out that instrumental started out with inspiration from that schoolboy q song the uh, the one that features Kendrick Lamar. God, I can't think of this song right now. Like it's off the Oxymoron album. There was, it was a big song. It was like a party song. Everyone played it. Everyone's like, okay, dunna dunna dunna. I'll see if I can find it. But it 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 had a beat very similar to High School. I was like, I like that song. I want to make some. And when I originally wrote High School, I wrote it as a scene of a day going to high school, and it was it talked about me waking up. Going and eating breakfast, mom yelling at me, me being like, nah, mom, I'm not going to make it to class on time, I can't eat breakfast, and I, I, I walk in Miss Jones' class, and it, and it basically was an entire scene. That was scene. the class, by the way. Yeah, that was the class. That class... That was the best class of senior year. Yeah, and the reason I, um, I did very well in that class, because she let me come back in and finish tests, <laughs> and I could ask her questions, and she would answer my questions, and it was awesome, but that's what I'm trying to high school it was an entire song before yeah then i was like no i don't like how this sounds so i, I dropped everything off of it. i i was gonna get trey mccrory was gonna be on it that was gonna be cool because me and trey did a few things together okay um him and his cousin jamal would come over i mean yeah his cousin jamal 
Trey McCrory might be my cousin. I don't know. But um, so so I had a whole song to that, and then that's all I really have to say. But I thought that was kind of a cool all right. little. Well, story I didn't know about, about the song. So yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. All right. When I go into the so so in high school's a, a little song where it was about high school, and now you know it's just a rap. And it has a little bit of everything in it, but there goes into a part where I'm like in a real deep voice, and and you know in a yeah lo- lower like the tone part. of my voice, and it says rolling to the club on some dub sipping purple rain, Prince buying bricks from the whip in Miami Dade, and I want to explain that lyric. Okay, so rolling to the club on some dub sipping purple rain. Purple rain is like so so cough syrup. a very popular drink, <laughs> you know, a rap culture, right? I was yeah. like, okay. Purple Rain, that's a cool, that's like some riffraff inspiration right there. <laughs> so, so you know, Prince made the song Purple Rain. I'm oh, saying, holy shit. You never caught, you didn't catch no, that. No, I So, never Purple li- Rain, Prince buying bricks from the whip in Miami Dade. Miami Dade, you know, Miami's in Dade County. Miami is a very big cocaine dealership. And okay. as you move up in the world, you, you know, you, <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. that was the wrong word. I can't talk. But, yeah, basically, you, you know, Brian Bricks from the Whip in Miami Dade. Um, there's a lot of like, uh, there, cross, cross references, cross references, but, uh, but yeah. I don't know. That's really cool though. I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. So I appreciate that a lot more now. It used to just be cool, but now <laughs> so it like some, means something. Yeah, some thought goes into everything, man. It's all that's it pretty needs awesome. to be taken with a grain of salt. But yeah, um, whatever song. So. uh I had some question about some non-rap songs. Okay. And I think like it changes the pace and the feel of the album so much because sometimes you're just going super fucking hard mm-hmm. and like the next song would be like, well, yeah. you do, you do put like an interlude to like these parts where it's like, okay, this changes it. Thank you. Alt J for that. Actually. <laughs> I, that was, that was my influence for interludes was okay. Alt J. All right. So what ones are there? There are interlude one, which was just like, uh, short instrumental by Maiden Heights. Maiden Heights, yeah, which is and a cool then, uh, band. Check them out. That was the interlude for Missed Everything Thanks to Her, which is totally different from everything else. It's still a rap. Okay. I think that one is that, was right. Is that the order it goes in? It goes from interlude one. Interlude one. That's one, the one I have, yeah. It's five, six. So, um. Okay, yeah, you're right, right. So, Missed Everything Thanks to Her. And that was a breakup song? No. No. Good thing you ask. Now, Now, I want you to think about it. Think about those letters. Missed everything thanks to her. Now, use it as an acronym and spell that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that song okay. was made. Um, If you're just now getting it, meth. Yes, meth. That's what that spells. Um, So, I don't, I don't want to say any names, but I mean, it's going to be obvious. So, my roommate at Clemson was having some drug issues, and... You know, he, he listened to a lot of... There was a Machine Gun Kelly song he really liked that talked about, you know, dealing with drugs and issues with drugs and how you want to get away from it, but it's taken over your life. And he said, man, I said, dude, I'm going to make you a song like that because I know you've been struggling. So I went in the studio at Clemson, the one I've recorded in there, and, you know, I started laying down this this instrumental and it was it just turned out to like I, I really liked it and I could feel it a little like in my soul and like I could feel it in my heart like it, it made me feel emotional and yeah. then he came to the studio and he was sitting there with me and we sat there and wrote the second verse of this and I got this dude in there like he's he's cool he's not crying or anything you know but he's like damn dude like this is some real shit so no that song has nothing to do with see I felt like like that's not Garrison yeah like no. that's not even you but you like 
that's cool. Like you wrote that. That's the yeah. for somebody. So so yeah, that was basically that's kind of a dedication to him and the things he's gone through. And I don't know. I don't. I think he's past that now, which I'm I'm proud of. That's cool. I'm glad. But yeah, man. So that's that's where that song came from. I hate the the beginning of that song. Or no, the thing I, I hate about that song is there's a part of it where it's and I think it's the second version. It comes in. You can hear a lot of white noise. But I kept it because it's raw. That's the version where he was sitting in the studio with me, and okay. and I thought that meant a lot more than coming like home, coming back and making coming it back perfect. and just making it perfect. Yeah, I thought that was more important right. than that. That's cool. So, uh, what's the next part? Interlude three goes into like one of the most unique songs. Okay. Like of any album, like it's just out there weird, and like you only hear this going to okay. like bars in the middle of nowhere. And uh, uh, the preacher, the preacher man. man, the story behind the preacher man. Tell okay, me about. Man. Okay, I want to know a couple things. I know you went on vacation and like with some friends. You like there was a crowd there. Okay. What what's up with like you performing in front of a crowd? Like what's um, up? No, I was on a mission trip in Belize <laughs> with my church, and Pastor Mark was. You know, he had his kids there. And Pastor Mark is a real cool Belizean dude. You know, talk, talk. What that gun, boy? What that gun? That means what's going up and like, or what's or what's up in like Belize Creole type language. But he's a super cool dude. And his kids were there. And one of his older kid was sitting in the room with us. And we were all playing guitar and stuff. And I was actually singing the Chance the Rapper interlude song from his album, which is that it's called That's Love. And it's pretty cool. And I was like, dude, let's. Uh, I, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, Mason. Let's make a song. So we went and sat outside of the room. You know, there's this little hallway yeah. in the hotel, like a, a little airway or breezeway. And so we sat there, and I started. I was like, gotcha, gotcha, go. You can hear me saying that at yeah. the beginning of the song. Now, my preacher is here. Um, my uh, youth leader, Brad and Bron are there, you know, and everyone's just standing out there. So, and, and the loudest laugh in the whole thing is my preacher, is Clint. He goes, ha, 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 at one part in the song, and you can hear it, but it's kind of funny. Okay. So, um, see, that's why I'm like, his name's Preacher Clint. And I was very glad that I was never, like, um, inappropriate in that song. <laughs> I was, because it starts off, and I sound like I'm Afro, man, from, um, that fur that that after walked into the fish market carrying a stick and I was like good morning ladies like that <laughs> song so I was like walking around found a big stick kept on walking and got the preacher kick I was I was glad that I was able to somehow change that around but um yeah man so that's how that song came about and Mason's playing guitar on it he just yeah. he has this blue school like chord scale Mason Gibbons shout out Mason but that he sent me he sent me videos of it and I've been trying to do it but I can't master it like he has yeah it's an awesome chord progression of some of them he, he's made up himself like some of the chords in that but I'm um, real bluesy it went together well man it was just like perfect timing I'm a big fan of like bluegrass and like just mm -hmm. some of that older feel and that was it was a cool song just to be like uh -huh. so random just so, off, and that's just know, off nothing. an iPhone man that's yeah. not recorded that's in, recorded in Belize off an iPhone the um <laughs> You're going to be an iPhone commercial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing I, um, I think influenced from that, I was listening to a lot of Benjamin Booker. I, I might have told you about him. No. He's, um, all right, he's, um, Benjamin Booker's this dude that he, he's from Florida, 
Okay. I'm pretty sure. And he got signed by Jack White, like, right off the bat. It was crazy. And he's got a real raspy, like... Oh, yeah, you have shown me. Yeah, yeah, he's got a real raspy tone. I love that tone of his voice, and I've tried so hard to sing that shit in the car, but it doesn't happen. I bet it just kills your vocal cords. It does. I I come home... Like, when I drive home from Clemson a lot, because I drove home a lot last semester, I'd always just scream that entire album, like, with his (laughs) voice, like... And and I'd come home, and I couldn't talk. So that was kind of shitty, but (laughs) that's where I got the amplifier. Kept on walking and got to... You know, it's, it's a yeah. bluesy kind of feel to it. And that's what I was going for. So, so oh, I got a question about high school. Just because I just one. heard okay. it. I'm playing it in my ear right now. Yeah. Um, In the beginning, okay, with the deep voice, who is that? Is that you? That's Gunnar Hawkins. That's Gunnar Hawkins. So it's you. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's, it's you. Me. Have I so, explained? I don't think I've explained Gunnar Hawkins. You haven't explained Gunnar Hawkins to me. I don't think you've explained I haven't it publicly explained Gunner to Gunnar Hawkins anyone. to you. I want to point out that I think the his part in that song is genius. Be like, oh no, nah, don't sing, man. Fuck that. Don't yeah, sing. Yeah, don't sing. You're rap, man. And, and <laughs> like that. That's so cool. Like I thought it was a good bit. Um, the kind of the kind of idea behind that is that Gunnar Hawkins is mixing my song. He's he's recording. I'm in the booth, even though it's all me, and I'm actually in my basement. Like the character, is the the character of, of Gunnar, Gunnar Hawkins is your guy. He's, is is the guy that's recording my song? He's like, Nah, man, don't rap. Fuck that. Fuck that. And he also comes in here when I'm saying, Waiting for. I'm still waiting for that beat drop. And I'm like, like, Oh, uh, he's like, Oh, uh, I think uh, this is it. I think this is it. I'm like, yeah, No, not yeah. that beat drop, man. And I, I like that part a lot, dude. Because um, I don't know how that it came just adds. About. It adds so much to that song. Thanks, like, man. It's just, it's, Gunner Hawkins. I had, think without that bit with the beat drop and the beginning yeah. and everything, like it wouldn't be as good. He um he has layers. See, I like to think so so let me tell you the story of Gunner Hawkins, okay. right? <laughs> um as I try to find something on my phone with the origin of Gunner Hawkins. But um so Gunner Hawkins was something that Daniel Lehman and I created. Okay. And it was Shout outs to Daniel. Shout outs to Daniel Lehman. And it was in tenth grade, I wanna say. And it was basically when I was just getting into Tyler and you know Tyler's got Dr. T C who's also a person with a deep voice, which I can't lie took some influence. But I didn't No no, I listened to I've been listening to Tyler lately and I can definitely see the influence. Yeah, yeah. And I I don't wanna say that it, and it's not totally. I'm not taking Dr. TC. Gunnar no, Hawkins yeah, is a different person. And the reason I say that is because Dr. TC so is... Dr. TC Tyler? Dr. TC is Tyler, but it's... Okay. You it's, get it, Tyler Creator it, TC. Yeah. But it's his therapist. That's how he... Okay. Yeah, he's his therapist. And that's so I haven't he, listened to him that much. I've just been listening mm-hmm. to, like, uh, he, Volume um, 2. and like. If you listen to the beginning of Bastard, which was his album he made when he was 17, which is pretty cool. Crazy. That's yeah. the album that got him hype. Which it is easier to get hype when you're friends with Frank Ocean. I don't know how you get to be friends with Frank Ocean, but that's cool as you shit. You live in the same neighborhood. Yeah, then Ladare Heights and Hawthorne Heights. So anyway, so he comes up and is like, hey, Tyler, I'm Dr. TC. Um, this session will be lasting one hour. And he just talks to him for a while. He's like, that's kind of cool. I need, uh, uh, like I need an a, ego, an alter ego. Yeah, I need an alter ego, a Slim Shady or a Dr. TC, you know? All right. So I took a little bit of, of both, I guess, and... And I, the way I think about Gunnar Hawkins, you know, I put him on my... He's my YouTube channel. If you want to see my YouTube videos, you search Gunnar Hawkins as the YouTube channel. He directs all my videos. He does all my production. I got a question. Okay. I 
I don't like your videos, to be honest. I don't think they're like great or anything. They're yeah. well produced. Like it shows like some knowledge about making videos and editing and all that. But like I don't think they're well put together. Yeah. And you know that's just oh, whatever. Funny. But the songs are good. I just think if you want to make music videos, go up to like the nearest school and find some video director directors. Student. This, and like have him make a project out of you. Yeah. You know how I'm big on doing all my own shit though. I know, but it would be so like think of like just Have you seen the Beast Inside video though? Yes. Do you not like that video? No, I don't think they're good. That video <laughs> I know you guys like worked really hard on it, but it's just like it just didn't No what, what what how does it not compare? I I like I mean it's cool. You know, I like I like that you told me the truth. I love the honesty cuz most people just be like yeah, this is good. I no, mean, I, I fuck like that. I appreciate what goes into it yeah i just don't think they're like like what 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 puts me aside from a good music video is it that i don't have a deeper meaning is it no that no I, isn't that because there is like a like alter ego somewhat, like yeah fighting against yourself meaning in um yeah the latest one but Rex, yeah yeah that yeah so <laughs> so i just i don't know it's just not like it's not there mm-hmm you know what I mean? It didn't have any sort of no, name. Tell me a tell me like a, a video that I'd know that you like a lot, so I can kind of think about like you know the, the... A, a music video that I know that you know like the the sorts of music videos I like are all like weird abstract like uh, kids by MGMT okay. and like um, got Mike Snow videos. They're really cool. I yeah, think. yeah. But those aren't rap videos. I don't really watch rap videos. <laughs> I thought the uh, was it. Chance one of my videos. Who are we talking? Vince Staples. Vince Staples. The Vince Staples video. Blue suede. I don't know. Whatever one that I told you about that I liked. Oh, Senorita. Senorita. I haven't seen it yet. Hey, I'm in Labita, my brother. Yes, Akiva. I like that video. I need to see it's it. It's crazy. Okay. It well, makes the song better. What goes I haven't listened to it? the song. It's it's like um, yeah, this crazy guy walking down the street rapping and then like at the end i think he gets killed it's been a while since i okay. watched it but it was a cool video i d- i understand was, what you're it was saying. really out there though really yeah i do need to develop my video skills and i can't do it all man like dude i think um i think you need i don't know like make it less story driven yeah just like because you had no more there was no like cuts to where you were just rapping, rapping. it wasn't there was, like there wasn't I should have spent more time on that video. I, th- I've, I, I, li- I love that video when I made it. I wouldn't it. blame you for taking it down and redoing it. Not going to do that. I know you won't, but, but I wouldn't blame you for it. Like Just because I don't have that much time right now. But what I'm talking to Eber about right now is I'm planning on... I want to make a video with Eber called... Um, Can You See the Wind Blow? Something like that. Okay. And it's basically about his travels from Honduras to America. Like You didn't see him coming. From you didn't see him cross the border, but it happened. Just like you can't see the wind blow, but you can feel it. That okay. so so that and and I already have these shots in my head, these ideas of how I'm gonna do it. But I don't have the resources, man. Like I'm using a Nikon D seventy one hundred. I think that's right. Like something like that. And and you know, Ever's got his camera, which is like or, a D eight. Crazy awesome camera. I mean, yeah, yeah. And and they're good cameras, man. But they're not video cameras, you know. They're not hundred thousand. They're not red. like the shoulder mounted. They're not red dragons, which are what they film with now. I was those things are crazy as fuck. But I don't want to spend too much time talking, <laughs> dude. It's it's amazing. And no, I, tech talk right now. Camera talk. Let's go. Yeah. What is okay. the red dragon? The red dragon is like a a 
brand of red dragon is just a brand of cameras that they use for many things now and they've finally gotten digital cameras to where they're this they look just the same as film you can make them look exactly like it i was listening to vince gilligan talk he made breaking bad okay um breaking bad was filmed entirely on film and not digital now they moved and it costs so much more because film's so expensive because there's not an abundance of it anymore yeah and um but they film, they do Better Call Saul now, you know, which is the show about the lawyer from Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but they filmed that on digital because they'd used a red, a red dragon was just one of the cameras I heard them mention. So I looked it up, but, um, they said that finally they have, they can make it to where there's no difference between film. So up to a point, film is better until you get a, like a red dragon. The, you, you got the grain count and the, you know, the, like, like this, okay. the way it looks and you can see the visual difference between it. Okay. But now they have figured out. They have gotten to where you can see no difference whatsoever. All right. Which I thought was pretty cool. And how much, just like bottom line, would one of those be? Used 20, out of like a garage. Oh, $20,000. $20,000. For a camera, dude. They go up to like 226000 Like you could probably like print a wall-sized picture off of and it looks like a mirror. Like, I don't know. What do you mean? Like they'd be, like it would just be so good. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. Oh, I know what you're saying. I got you now. Okay. Yeah, but that's all I have to say about the Red Dragon. So, but filming, yeah, I'm going to... Working on some stuff. I, I want to work on my video skills, man. I want to be better. I want to have more time. But I think that's that's something that you find somebody who's invested in video skills. Do. I think you should concentrate on me. But, like, I don't know. Like, maybe even, like, Ever. Is Ever that big on video stuff or... He, he films of... my stuff for me, like he he helps film and stuff. And but I, I do all the directing. He has. I don't even know if but... like it's film skills, but like just having a direction, and maybe you need a director. Maybe I need to you make need a more director. story. I just what I do is I'm like, okay, we're gonna do this and this and this. I put no thought. I don't draw out a storyboard. I go outside and I start filming. I do need a director. That's what I need. I need a director and some other motherfucker to hold a camera <laughs> because we rely on tripods way too much. I got to get out. I think that video is my last video I'm going to do with the two people, mm -hmm. um, of like two of myself, you know? Um, yeah, that's, that's, but I need to work on my videos and I, I want to be good at videos, man. I would love to make movies. It would be, it would be cool, but I think. It would take way too much out of like just time and effort you could be doing music. a lot more musically mm -hmm. if you let somebody else worry about your video did you see the video in high school Not we that did you have the resource for that the one with cooper and alan and me and no. just just read and ever's like man i don't know what to do this summer i'm gonna show you that after this okay. that's a fucking good video you, is it on you youtube can, no, okay, no, it's not. That's why then. You can disagree, and I'd love to hear if you disagree. But that video, I still watch it today, and I'm like, holy shit, this is filmed well. This is filmed very okay, well. It has a point. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, All right. Miss Willis thought it was dope, too. Miss and Dr. Willis Knox thought the beast inside was dope, so shout out Dr. <laughs> Knox. <laughs> Did he really? And he thought it, dude, because you know I got in trouble for it. And he's like, this is perfect good. Well, yeah, he said, <laughs> he said... All right, I know you got Nick's name in there, but if you didn't, you know, this is, Miss Willis got nothing on you. She can't make anything near the videos you can make. I was like, that's what's up, Dr. Knox. I was, I, you don't know how much that, like, made me hopeful and feel good. I was like, I'm not getting in Dude, trouble. Dude, what if Dr. Knox listens to our podcast? That'd be awesome. I bet he keeps tabs on, like, his favorite people. <laughs> he has That'd to. That'd be cool. 
<laughs> I'll send it to him if not. You know, <laughs> definitely drop, put a mixtape in his uh in his box at the office. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that, man. This is for Doctor. And just Knox. like like put it in one of those white paper mm-hmm. slips and write fire. <laughs> <laughs> fire. What is what is fire? What is fire? <laughs> so I don't know. Doc Knox was cool, man. Yeah, Knox pretty much. Cool. Um, can I break to a song for just a few minutes? Yeah. Okay. Um. So right now I'm gonna play you a song from the new album, which, you know, I should be, should be getting done. Like as in far as printing the album out here, I'll play you a little clip of a song. I'll go ahead and play um, missed everything thanks to her that we were talking about earlier. If that's cool. are here except for the processor okay which disappointed me because the case showed up today which is gigantic by the way yeah uh, wait the old one shit out on me yesterday yeah it's like i mean it's done done forever won't turn oh, back on man that's but perfect I'm, it's perfect timing though dude yeah and i backed up all my files right before it happened no that's <laughs> awesome that's that's crazy it's, it's how things work out god like did that, that for yeah, me yeah exactly <laughs> thank you shout out god shout out you to know Hayes. <laughs> but the, the, it's crazy sometimes how how things tend to work out perfect like that, I, you know? I timed it pretty well. Yeah, you did. I saw it coming. And it, but it's crazy. You know, you got the job at Logo Works, which gave you the money to buy this computer. Exactly enough money. Exactly Actually, enough. Actually, my bank screwed me over today, so I went negative. So, really? Yeah, they hit me with like a thousand fees. Okay. Fuck that, though. Yeah. Anyway. All right, man. Well, I can't wait to see the new computer when... It's going to be... You know, when you get it done. Probably Saturday. Shit. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, next song, man. All right. I got up? a question. Uh, blind. What is? Explain to me, blind. Blind. It is. I can talk about this forever. How much time do we have? We but, have. Um, <laughs> I would say ten, fifteen minutes. Okay. So, 
I dated this girl, man, in Clemson, and so this is the breakup song. This is the breakup. <laughs> this is me. There had to be one. Yeah, there had to be. This is me getting over that relationship. That How has your current girlfriend heard this song? Yes, she has. What'd she think of it? She said, "Oh my gosh, if a boy wrote me a song like this, I would just drop. Like I'd be so in love with him. Like that's, that's <laughs> I can't believe you do that for her." I was uh. Which, I was watching TV with uh, Jamie and her mom today. Yeah. And they were watching this, I don't know, some drama show. I don't know what it was. But this guy, this really awkward motherfucker, asked out this girl. (laughs) And she was like, no, why would I go out with you? He's like, well, I have a truck and a job and I play guitar. (laughs) Wait, was this what channel was this on? MTV? I don't know, man. But he was just like, well, I play guitar and I write songs. Maybe you could be the girl in the song one day. I was like, why? Why? <laughs> yeah, but the, the pressure's on, man. Right. Because Caroline's like, you made a song for her that's so awesome. How long? How old is the song? That song? Yeah. Um. Uh, I finished Did you write it, it still in school? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um. I finished I, it. I, I, I was sitting on my futon one day. You know, my um. Let me talk about this breakup for a second. Um. So this girl, uh, you know the thing we were just talking about, actually. Like, you know how things happen perfect it seems like the universe and god or who you know is putting them together to happen that way yeah so i'm going to walk into my friend my roommate last year and this is freshman year though he wasn't my roommate i go to walk in his room mike and i'll walk in the wrong room which is grayson's room and she's just she's she's cool she's mean as hell though sometimes and i see this girl i'm like holy shit this is the most beautiful girl i've ever seen in my life and Basically, I go over, I shake everybody's hand, tell them my name's Sam and I'm a doctor. And then I go to kiss her hand, but I turn it over and kiss my own hand. And that was my introduction to her. Not no, not ever seeing her in my life, I did that. Left the room, went back to my room, added her on Facebook, messaged her. Now we start talking, you know, she's, I can't figure this girl out, man. She's You're always, pretty bold. <laughs> that was really bold of me. I don't. I was just only because stupid. you lied. <laughs> yeah, it was it's exactly. Like, I couldn't. You be lied like, to her and then instantly showed her who you really were. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't <laughs> be like, "Hey, I'm Garrison," and then actually kissed her hand. That's fucking weird. So, but yeah, man. If you so, come across as a liar and then act pretentious anyway, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, we started talking, and and I'd go over to a room all the time, and I just couldn't get a read on her. One time, I kissed her in the hall. You know, things just you know how relationships work. No, I don't. But go ahead. (laughs) Okay, well, we got in an argument over Bonnaroo, man. Bonnaroo's a great music festival, if you don't know. And um, she was going with her friends, and her ex-boyfriend happened to be one of her friends. And I trusted her completely, but I wanted to go to Bonnaroo, too. I was kind of scared. I was like, why do you want to go with your ex? She said, I don't want you to go. Like, why do you not want me to go to Bonnaroo? She's like, this is a trip I take with my friends. So we that was our first argument. The first of like a, a thousand argue, however many arguments you can pack into eight months, that was the first of them, and I ended up going to Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo was awesome. Ever went with me, and ever didn't feel right because he was with a, us as a couple, and he knew no one else, and one guy was being a dick to him. Oh, that sucked. You yeah, should so, let me know. I had money at the time. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> well, but to be fair, I wouldn't have the money now. We're all going to Bonnaroo next year, by the way. Are we? Every we're, single apparently person. Apparently, we're going on a cruise. Too. Whoa, okay. Well, you that's didn't know cool. About that? Didn't know that. But okay. um, so things started going downhill real bad. Um, this as I got back to Clemson, um, you know, the, I, I don't want to really try to. It's too much to explain, but I wanted to watch Netflix in my room. She wanted to watch Netflix in her room. 
I was like, nah, you come over here. I always went over there last year. We're not doing that shit again. Basically, <laughs> huge argument, lots of Just crying. Over, over nothing. Over Netflix, man. And that's how all the arguments were. They were petty things, stupid, dumb shit. And so, you know, that being said, we go on to break up, get back together, break up, get back together. And I went. I got to the lowest point I've ever been in my life. I've, And, and I think the thing is, she's awesome. she, she's a cool person, but like, I built her up in my head to be so much more than she actually was. In my head, she was his angel who could do no wrong whatsoever. And and I guess I was obsessed with her as much as I was in love with her, which is not healthy. You should not be obsessed with the person you date. Like, the relationship I'm in now, I'm not obsessed. I love spending time with my girlfriend now. I think she's awesome, and I love her a lot, you know, as much as you should for dating this short period of time. But it's cool, you know. I'm not always like, "Holy shit, what's she doing right now?" What's what's she, you know? Yeah. And I can go do my own thing, and she can do hers. We can be independent. You don't have to. Yeah. You're not dependent. Yeah. Yeah. We we spend a lot of time together, but but yeah, man, breaking up with the last one, it it I was at such a low point in my life. Um, and some of it was just bullshit. Like I'd tell her things. Like I did want to die for a few weeks. I guess. Yeah. I'd come to my room after classes, sit at my computer, look at. I'd cry. Then I'd look at pictures of us or just, you know, stumble across a picture. It's like some movie shit. You basically, and I went to therapy. Fuck that lady. Dude, <laughs> she didn't do shit. I walk in there. I pay with my own money from selling moonshine, the money that I made. <laughs> I don't know why. My parents would have paid with my debit card, but I refused. I said, no, I'm going to pay for my counseling because I'm mentally fucked up. So I'd go in, pay $25 cash. Dude, you have to understand, I made about $1,000 selling fake moonshine at Clemson last year. Yeah, let the, the people you sold it to hear that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, I, I told them that it wasn't real moonshine. It's hard to get real moonshine, but I sold it at a reasonable price. I, I would have had, like, brought home so much more money had I not gone to that fucking counselor. And so I'd go in, she'd say, how are you today? And I'd basically tell her my story, you know, which is either, well, I'm broken up with her, or, well, we got back together, or, well, I'm talking to this girl in the mountains now, but then I came home from the mountains and started talking to my ex again. And, and she used to be like, okay. She'd never give me advice, man. Like, I, she, I could have talked to myself. Like, it, she's like, okay, well. You needed internet friends, dude. That's I, what you needed. I needed Reddit. I have internet friends. I needed Reddit. Reddit would have listened form, to Reddit would have listened to man. But, so, yeah. So, Blind was at the point. I'm like, okay. Wait, wait no. Fuck Reddit. <laughs> okay, fuck Reddit. Never, well, that's, that's a long story. <laughs> okay, yeah. We could talk about that sometime. But, um, I... I was like, man, I got to get over this. This is a hump. And, you know, I was all on Tinder. You ever heard of Tinder? Fuck Tinder. Tinder's a dating app. where you, and they Is it a dating app or it's just a hookup app? It's a hookup app, I guess. I made out with a lot of girls. Not proud of that. But <laughs> it happened. And that was from Tinder. Um, sorry, girls. Um, <laughs> that I told, I say, um, I would say this. This is my line. And I said this to maybe, you know, three or four girls. I was like, now look. I'm going to hang out with you, and I think you're great and you're cool, but don't like me because I'm not going to have a relationship with you. And I would tell them That's that. That's what Tinder is all about, dude. It you is, just... man. But there were girls, there's this high school girl that I hung out with one time, and she's looking for a relationship and stuff. And On Tinder. On Tinder. She's in the wrong I place. was like, look, no. You know, and she got all upset. She's like, I like you. I don't know how I can't like you. I'm like, I told you not to like me. She's like, you can't tell me that. So. But that's beside the point, man. But yeah, that's that's how blind came to be. I was like, I gotta get over this hump in my life. It was after an episode where I'd 
told my ex that I was going to go to my car. It was raining really hard and drive really fast. I was like, I don't care if I die or wreck in a ditch. I'm going to do this shit. And most of it was me just talking. But I did go sit in my car. And I called her. And I said, I want you to answer. She called my mom. My mom calls me. Gary's crying. Gary said, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, don't stop. Stop. And she's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm not telling you. You're going to tell the police. She's like, where are you? Keep keeps going. And eventually... I do tell her. She tells the police. Next thing you know, a cop car pulls up behind me, lights on. I'm sitting there just crying in my fucking car. And he comes in and he's like, you need one to talk about anything? I'm like, no. I said, nah. <laughs> and he's like, oh. He's, just looking at a cop. Like, You're like in tears. Like, nah, bro. Nah, nah bro. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, nah, talk to me. And I was like, no. So I had to go to this stupid ass Clemson counseling session. And Which you were paying for. No, worse, that one. That you were one paying I for a worse one anyway. That one I didn't... No, no, that was before counseling. That was when counseling started right there. Boom. So oh, okay. I got you. And, and I'm pretty sure I could be recalling it wrong, but that's when I wrote Blind. I was like, I need a song to get over that. And that was kind of... It didn't work. After, after I <laughs> I'm made pretty Blind, sure writing a song about a girl makes it worse. Well, well, it does. But at the end of this song, I, I say... Um, it's really me talking about getting over... Let me see if I can remember. I say... um, I, it, It's something... I can't remember the lyrics off the top of my head. I'm pretty exhausted. But... It's yeah, Garrison's been up like twenty hours. <laughs> it's something not that long, but it's something <laughs> along the lines of um she, you know, uh I I'm I'm upset that this happened, but I'm impatient awaiting that's what it is. It's like um everything has to come to an end. Now I'm impatient awaiting the start. And basically what I'm saying is I'm impatient waiting for a new relationship. I just wanna feel that feeling again, you know? I, whatever feeling my brain felt, whether it's endorphins. I can relate for that. I can relate to that. Whether Love's real, you know, whether any of those things... It's like you don't care. No, no. I just wanted to feel that, feel that feeling that I felt. I have a side note. It'll wait till some other time. We'll talk about love or some shit like that. Okay. But anyway, go ahead. Next podcast. Yeah, so... We can do that. Is that it? Um, is that all the songs I have questions about? Let me check it? real quick. Yeah. I so, think if I can think of anything else. Yeah, man, but... um. I oh. Mean, okay, the nameless, go The Nameless Song. Nameless Song. The Beast Inside the, Remix. Beast Inside Remix, which is... Mason Gogo Gibbons, who is also on the the preacher man. Mason's yeah. entire family is ridiculously talented as far as musical instruments. I don't know what Marshall's doing. Does he, he have any famous relatives? Because like I keep meeting like kids, like they're kids. Yeah, and it's like oh, their uncle or their they're like whoever their cousins really like dad is like uh, this person. Not that I know of, but their dad plays in a bluegrass band. Not a big it's, deal, but I, I don't know. It's been like several people. It's like yeah. Hootie and the Blowfish and like all this other shit. shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. Wait, just like random people? Yeah. Oh, no. Not that I know of. Mason goes to church with me. Um, I don't know. That was sad. Yeah, yeah. I feel what you're saying, though. That he might, man. He might have someone that's in a bigger band, Clinton, somewhere to him. But, but anyways, um, we're sitting at his house just, you know, recording some, doing some freestyle stuff. It's not rap freestyle, more guitars kind of freestyle things we did that and um because mason's really guitar mitchell's really good at the drums and marshall their, their younger brother was like yeah this is a few this might have been a year ago it, yeah yeah it was right after i went to the keys with alan um but i was like dude let's cover the beast inside let's use a guitar and drums and so it's kind of a funny thing. So I had I put a video on YouTube of it. I don't know if you've seen it, but that's a video on YouTube where I ra- I do rap. I just jump on a fucking couch and I'm just going crazy, just going ham, just yelling in a microphone. And I was like, dude, because everybody loved the beast inside. I, yeah, yeah. If 
anyone who's listening, like the Beast Inside was like the highlight of his first, first album. Probably like the start of my rapping career. Like even no one like no one liked Garrison's music till he made that song. Yeah, I made that <laughs> song, and that was that was from I got influence for that from a childish Gambino song actually. What what song? It's on royalty. Um, okay unnecessary i don't know if you've heard that but it's like, that's unnecessary that's unnecessary but if you listen to it the beat and the beast inside is very similar to that beat that was right. a big inspiration the flow is not the same i switched up all that but so the um the funny thing about that is so we we set up i was like okay this is gonna sound good so we had the microphone going to an amp we didn't have any drum microphones drum microphones are I've never bought any of those. I need to buy some. I don't even have a drum set. But basically what we did was we put an iPhone on each side, taped it to the wall, started recording. And I don't even think I put that mix in. I think I only put the mix of one iPhone and what it heard in the final version. But in all, we had my phone record, a phone recording up front, those two phones on the side recording. And so that the drums wouldn't be too loud, Mitchell put a blanket over his drum set. So when he played it, it went boom, 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 boom. Like, you know, it... it um. Yeah, it softened it up. It softened it, and also it like it didn't resonate as much, if okay. that makes sense. Yeah. So we did that, and Mason played guitar, and just a good time, man. That was so. I figured I put it on the track as an untitled. Is just so. like a bonus thing. Or yeah, yeah. It's it's okay. more of a bonus track on. All right. Eminem. And I think it's good. Band. I mean, if if that was actually put in a studio and you guys recorded it That'd right, cool, I think yeah. it'd be really dope. I should. I should. You do should that. go back and do that. I might because Trey's got that dope ass drum set now. I know a really good drummer up in Florida. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Like he's crazy. He always wants to play it too. Ben's a good ass drummer too. Oh yeah. Ben's about that. really we good. Just get Ben to do and it. And Trey's getting good. He'll okay. get there eventually. But um, so yeah, we should. And I'm I'm trying to talk Trey into buying some drum mics, man, <laughs> which would be cool. Um, so yeah, you got any more? Questions no, that's about it. That? I just want to hear about that song. All that's right. It. Well, it was. It's been a good podcast. It's been a good podcast. It, it's good talking to you guys. Um, We're out. Fishing. We're gone. Man, I'm still thinking about high school till this day. Can't say goodbye to still good grades. Bad girls admire you when you're faded days and nights too. Still got friends that live in a lie too. Twisting truth, no need to hide you. Don't want them to seek me, but I'm behind you. CDCD. You usually cease to seek someone so into music. Yeah, I do be about it. Trying to make the comp.